and welcome to the Therapeutic Teaching Podcast. I'm Shahana Knight, the founder of TPC Therapy and the creator of the Therapeutic Schools Award and the Therapeutic Teaching Course. And every week I'll be talking about all things related to well-being and mental health in schools. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of inspirational goodness to go out there and make a real difference in the lives of the children that you're working with. Each week will be full of innovative ideas, inspirational stories, practical guidance and even some freebies so that we can actually redefine what school should be for the children of today. You have so much power to make some real changes so let me show you how. I'm so glad you found me here. Let's jump right in. Hi everybody, welcome to podcast episode three. Today we're going to talk about mindset and this is going to be twofold. So mindset is really, really important for the children and to help the children that you're working with, but it's also extremely important for you as well. So hopefully you're going to get some things here that are really helpful for your own personal development and also that you can really start start to teach the children. So what is mindset? So at its really basic level, mindset is the way that our mind is set, our beliefs are set, our view of the world, our view of ourselves, and our view of what's possible. That's our mindset, and it very, very much is just how our mind has been set and programmed. I know lots and lots of schools are doing work on mindset with the children at the moment, and we've got this positive growth mindset kind of movement throughout schools, which is amazing. I would like to pick on that a little bit more. So mindset is super, super important in schools because actually it's an indicator for the children to do really, really well. If you've not got a positive mindset, you're not going to do very well in your life because you don't believe that you can. So actually, mindset is really, really good for us as a personal development tool and also for our well-being and our mental health. But what I think that we forget is just how important mindset is and where it comes from. So where does it come from? If we think about our mindset, if you think about your mindset, if I think about mindset, my mindset, it's been developed over years and years and years based on my experiences that I've had with people, based on my experiences that I've had in my life, based on people's feedback to me and what I've seen around me, so what I've been exposed to and also what I allow myself to think. Okay, so that's how mindsets develop. So if you think about um, a young person or a child in your school, you're going to have some children who are in families that are really nurturing um, they're told they can do anything they want and they can see that in their life. You know, they always get birthday presents and their birthdays, money's never an issue. They go on holidays, they can see their parents achieving, they can see, um, you know, that life is a warm and happy place. And so that informs them internally and starts to create this belief system and starts to affect their mindset. So their mind becomes very fixed on, I can do anything, I um, have got opportunities in my life, I believe in myself, um, I can achieve money, etc, etc. On the flip side, you might have a child who doesn't see those things, who really struggles when it comes to celebrations and birthdays, who doesn't maybe get presents, maybe they're not, there's not a big celebration around that, um, whose family struggles to get by, whose family isn't very nurturing, isn't very positive, um, lots of negative things happen. Uh, the bailiffs come round, the iPad and the, the um, Xbox are taken away because mum and dad want to sell them for drugs, people who are unsafe come to the house, lots and lots of other things, maybe they're taken away from their family. 
and they start to develop this belief system that fuses their mindset, which teaches them that the world is a scary place, there isn't opportunities, um, you're not going to do very well, um, there's scarcity in the world, there's lack in the world, and all of that is going to start to fuse their mindset. And they have two young children in your class sitting staring up at you while you're teaching with completely different viewpoints of the world, totally different beliefs about themselves and what's possible for them. Which one is going to flourish in life? Statistically, it's the child with a positive mindset, the child who has belief systems around the fact that they can do whatever it is they want to do. And that is the key here with mindset. Mindset can be changed. And one of your biggest, biggest tools, one of your biggest superpowers that you can do as a teacher is to start to change and mold that mindset in the children that is in your class every academic year. Here's a load of children. I teach reception. That's great because reception, you're really, really early on. What are their early beliefs? You might actually teach year six. What are their early beliefs? And how has that fused over the years? Do they have these really, really firm beliefs about the world that are maybe not right? Maybe they've got such a negative mindset about things and you have to understand that that's come from experience. How can you in your academic year with them start to change that? So mindset is hugely important when it comes to teaching and again it's part of what makes you a therapeutic teacher is to start to focus intentionally on changing the mindset of your children. So mindset starts with thoughts. Now I love this topic. Thoughts are one of my favourite, favourite, favourite things to talk about and it might sound a little bit out there and a little bit... um, People would say woo-woo. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, But we do have to start to think about the way that we think. So our thoughts. If you think about your thoughts right now, how many thoughts have you had today? You might be listening to this in the morning. You might be listening to this on your way to work. Or you might be listening to this in the evening. How many thoughts have you had? You have had thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts. And all of those thoughts exist in your mind and come in and out. As you're driving, you've got thoughts. As you're waking up, you've got thoughts. As you're brushing your teeth, you've got thoughts. All throughout your day. And your thoughts, sometimes we can believe they exist independently from us. So we believe that our thoughts are just there. That these things that come in and out and we listen to them. So, you know, you might have woken up and you might have had lots of thoughts like today's going to be a rough day or it's inset day oh that means I'm going to have to do teamwork I really don't like teamwork or you might be thinking what am I going to do for tea tonight when I get home oh we had beef yesterday maybe we should have chicken tonight or you might even be thinking things about the past so you might be thinking things like oh right okay I need to do this today but I know I really struggle with that and I really struggle with that because I've always struggled with that because I struggled with that even when I was a kid and you have these thoughts that just come up in your life and very often your thoughts are linked to something in your past so it might be experiences you've had your childhood and you believe things based on those experiences or the future So you might be thinking, what's for tea? What am I going to do at this point? What is it I want to achieve? Where do I want to go? What is, you know, the what we're going to do in the holidays? All of these different things, it's either about what's what's been or what's coming. It's never about right now. And so what we forget to do in that is to be present in the moment and actually listen to our thoughts. And that is where we go wrong very often. And that is something we really need to teach our children. Our thoughts are not independent of us. They don't just happen and we don't have to listen to them. We are in charge of our thoughts. 
And if you can get really intentional about what you're thinking, if you can have real control over what's going on in your mind, you are going to have, first of all, a much more positive mindset, and second of all, far more control over your life. And this is something, again, we're not taught to teach the children in school. But if we do teach the children this in school, that is extremely powerful. And it's going to have a better indicator for success for our children and young people than just teaching them about English and getting them to do their spellings. But yet it's missed. So our thoughts. Now, our thoughts are built up over lots and lots of experiences that have come in our lives. And we're in control of them. How many times have you had a thought like, this is going to be a really hard day. How many times have you had that thought? And do you ever change it? Do you ever think, no, it's not going to be a hard day. The reason I think it's going to be a hard day is because something's coming up that's a bit challenging and I don't like challenge, but I'm going to make sure that today's going to be a really positive day. And then you spend the whole morning going, today's going to be a great day. I'm going to see so-and-so. And focusing all your thoughts on all the good things. Or do you just let the negative thought come and go? Because actually, if it comes and goes, you believe it changing your thoughts and having direct um, control over what you're thinking is really, really important. And we can do that. We can have that direct control in lots and lots of different ways. Some people do that through meditation. And I do loads of meditation with teachers to help with the children and also for their own development. Some people do that by having some moments of still um, and just getting really um, aware of what the thoughts are in their head. Some people journal and write diaries. There are loads and loads of ways, and we'll talk about that a little bit more at the end of this podcast. What I'd like us to do now is to just think about how this is impacting our children. So let's say that you take that child that I was talking about who has a really negative mindset, and that child wakes up in the morning and stubs their toe on the bed, um, goes downstairs, makes breakfast, tips it out on the floor by accident and knows they're going to get shouted at by their parents. Um, then he's like for school and mum's going, come on, come on, come on, you're always like, you're always this, you're always that, feeding into those negative thoughts, making that child feel not good enough, making that child feel like they're always late, making that child feel like it's about them. And that child's got all these thoughts going in their head. I'm late, I'm not good enough. Um, things are frustrating, everyone's angry at me, um, today's going to be a horrendous day. And they get to school and that is their thought process, today's going to be a horrendous day. That child is more likely to have behavioural incidents that day, to struggle with learning, to want to even be bothered with learning might be difficult, to have challenges with friendships that might be really difficult for that child, all because they've already programmed their mindset to believe that they're going to have a really negative day. And then when they come home and their day's been horrendous, they go, Neil's going to have a negative day, Neil's going to have a bad day. Now, that's about mindset. If we can teach that same child to change their mindset, they could have a totally different outcome for their day. Yeah, they might still stub their toe. They might still drop their cereal. They might still have a really angry parent. But in their mind, they're aware that they're thinking, I'm not good enough, I'm always late, and they can change that because you've given them the skill set to do that. So then they go, no, I'm not always late. Today has been a day where I'm late and it's not all my, it's not all me. I'm not the only one who controls us getting out of the house. So actually, I don't need to own the fact that we're late. This isn't about me. This is about the circumstances. So they can start to see that actually it doesn't need to be a negative thought process about them. And then they get to school and they go, 
today's not going to be a bad day. I'm not going to let it be a bad day. Right, there's Sarah. I love Sarah. I'm going to go over to Sarah and have a conversation. She always makes me laugh. And that child intentionally changes their thoughts and does specific behaviours to help them to change and refocus their mindset because they know what mindset is, because they're aware that they're in control of their thoughts and because they've been taught how to identify and acknowledge that. And that child goes to school, listens, plays really well with their friends because they know they need that relationship, they need that skill set in order to feel better and they want to have those good experiences. They do quite well, they challenge themselves even if things are a bit tricky at school and they don't take on a negative thought process. And then at the end of the day, they've forgotten about the morning. That's the difference between mindset. And we do that as well as adults. And it's really important that we're aware of that so we can tune and tweak our thought processes. So let's think about mindset in a little bit more detail and think about this quote from Wayne Dyer. So I love Wayne Dyer and if you do my wellbeing curriculum you'll know that actually this is a module that I do with the children in one of our lessons and I talk about Wayne Dyer loads. In fact this might be a a few different um, wellbeing curriculum lessons all put into one podcast. But Wayne Dyer is an amazingly influential man who talks about thought processes. He's quite spiritual. He talks about our reason for being and all of that and around how what we think in our minds attracts things into our life and we build our life around what we think. And taking aside all the spiritual stuff, whether you do or you don't agree, it's extremely true. What you think you believe and what you believe you become. That's his kind of coined phrase. What you think you believe what you believe you become. And that's absolutely true. What we think about over and over and over and over again, we start to believe it. So you might have a belief about yourself that you're shy. I'm the shy one. I'm shy because when I was younger, I was told I was shy. Every time I was in a group, I felt really shy, felt really nervous, I didn't really share. And even now, when I'm asked to do that in an adult setting, I'm really shy. I definitely am the shy one. You label yourself because of your thoughts. So you've thought over and over and over again that I'm shy, I'm shy, I'm shy. So that's your thought, what you think. You start to believe it. I am shy, I am shy. And then you become it. Now, your actions that you do in the world show you that you are shy because of your thought process. And it all starts in your thoughts. You don't have to be shy. You're in charge of who you are. The only reason you're shy is because you believe it. And that's true of me. So my thought processes when I was younger was that I was really, really bad at maths. Um, And my experiences taught me that. So I would do maths and I would get it wrong and I'd find it really difficult. I had a maths teacher who stood up me up in front of the class in year six and shouted times tables at me and I just didn't know them and burst out crying. And that was very humiliating for me because I loved learning and I loved being the best at what I could be. And that was totally against my thought process and sent me a very clear message, very clear thoughts around, you are not good at maths. So then I started to identify with that. I thought it that many times, I started to believe it. And now as an adult, even when I'm sat with my accountant and he asks me a question about maths, I go sweaty, I go hot, my heart beats really quickly and I think, I just can't do it, I don't know maths, I don't know maths. And I'm so cloudy in my thoughts because I believe that I'm not good at maths. I know very well that if I went out and was more intentional about it, more positive about it, it wouldn't be an issue. In fact, I run a whole business of which much of that relies on having good maths. So I can do it, but my belief system, my mindset is fixed to believe that I can't because of my thoughts. So how powerful is this for our children? What you think you believe, what you believe you become. Let's teach the kids that. 
and I do in my wellbeing curriculum because it's so important. So what you believe, what you think about in your mind, you're going to start to believe that. So change what you think about. Don't allow those negative thoughts to be there. Don't feed into those negative beliefs about yourself. If you don't want to be the naughty one, if you don't want to be the one that can't control his feelings, if you don't want to be the shy one or you don't want to um, struggle with talking in public, don't. Change your thoughts. And that's going to start to change your belief system. And then you're going to be able to become the person you actually want to be. And this is true of ourselves as individuals and of our abilities in the world as well, what we give to the world. If your thought process is, I can do anything. If you believe, I can do anything, really doesn't matter what people tell me, how many times I fail, I can do anything. If that's your core belief, you will absolutely achieve whatever you want to achieve. But if your core belief is, I can't, I'm not good enough. It's not going to happen. Look, everyone else around me, it's not happened. People are telling me it's not going to happen. Then it won't. And we can draw from real experiences in the real world if we look at this. So um, an example I always give the children is Walt Disney. So Walt Disney started his career and had absolutely no money. Um, No one really believed in him. They told him his ideas were rubbish. He would never be good enough. Um, And he was rejected loads and loads of times. But his thought process never wavered. His belief system, his mindset never wavered. He truly believed he was going to be someone. He was going to do something. And no matter how many times he failed, no matter how many times people told him he wasn't good enough, he didn't let that change his thought process. So his thoughts continued to be, I can do this, I can do this, and I will do this. What can I do next to help me achieve this goal? Who can I now be? Who can I mould myself into in order to be the person I want to become, etc, etc. Now we know Walt Disney is this unbelievable guy who's done all these amazing films, actually changed the world, I believe, and I'm a big Disney fan, um, but has had a huge impact, a positive, huge impact in the world. In fact, Disney films are one of the reasons that got me through my childhood trauma and one of the reasons I have so many beliefs about how I can do things because I took from the messages in those movies and there are thousands of messages around positive mindset in those movies. So he's had a big impact. He might never have got to where he was if he didn't have really strong mindset about what he wanted and that starts with his belief system. So we can teach the children this. doesn't matter what your mum and dad say. doesn't even matter what you say. If you've been telling children that they're no good at maths, actually your biggest tool here is to teach them it doesn't matter what I say. It matters what you believe. What do you believe? Who do you want to be? That can have a huge impact in the children that you're sending out into the world. And if you can positively change the mindset of every child in your class by doing small things every single day to change their thought process and their beliefs then when you let them free in the real world, my God, you've set them on a path to actually becoming pretty incredible human beings. That is such a massive thing that we need to teach, and yet we're not teaching it. And the biggest thing that we can do is to focus on what is teaching? What is it that's important? What is the important things for me to teach? Is it just the stuff that's in the world, in the curriculum? Is it just the stuff that the government say? Is it just the English, the textbooks? Or is there so much more to teaching? There is so much more to teaching. And actually, you can have such a huge impact on the children in your care in just one academic year. And that could have a massive direct correlation to how successful they are in their future. So mindset and thoughts is super, super important. And this is something that's really, really important for me because it's something that I experienced myself. So 
as you know, if you've listened to the first podcast episode, um, my life initially when I was younger was um, really difficult. So, you know, from probably from a young age, not the first sort of five years, but sort of six, seven, eight onwards, it was really, really hard all the way up to when I was doing my university exams. And even now it's still really, really difficult um, in different ways whenever I'm sucked back into that family dynamic. Um, and that's because we, I grew up in childhood trauma. So there was lots of um, emotional abuse. There was alcoholism, depression. There was lots of attachment disorders um, there between me and my parents and me and my brother both experienced that. And that still impacts me now, it still affects me now. And yet my mindset was always extremely, extremely strong. It never wavered. I always believed that I was worthy. I always believed I was special. I always believed I could help people. I always believed in the good. And that has helped me through my life become the person I am now. And loads of people said that the business would never succeed. Um, people said to me, no, you're, you're more likely to be on the streets than you are to have a business that succeeds and have uh, you know, as much wealth and as much um, impact in the world as you want to have. And obviously I'm not there yet, but I'm on the way. And so my thought process never wavered. Now in lessons with the children, I'll sit down and I'll say, you know, guys, my life was really hard. Things were really difficult. You know, there was lots of people in my life who told me that I wasn't good enough, I couldn't do it, who said that I was, um, wasn't even a good person, who made me think really bad things about myself. But I never took those thoughts on. I understood, even from a young age, that that was their stuff. It was nothing to do with me. And that I my thought process was still really positive. My mindset was really positive. And that is literally the only reason I am where I am is because I believe that I can do this. And when I do reach that stage where I've achieved all the things I want to achieve and I'm having massive impact in the world, I can turn around and say it was my mindset. It was my thought process. Now, the only way that that can happen is if somebody helps the children to start to believe that because we're not all going to just realise it. We're not all just going to believe it. And so the biggest thing that we can do is start to teach them that when no one else is teaching them that, no one else is telling them that. So what are some really quick ways that you can start to do this in your school with your practitioner, with yourself? Um, so the first one I would say is whenever you see a child having a negative thought, tell them. So say you're really worried that you're not good enough at sports, you hate doing sports, you feel like you just can't do sports and that's really in your head, you've got a belief about that, why don't you change your thoughts, can we change your thoughts, can we change and, and um, move that thought around and see what happens and you can say to children you know um, you think you're the shy one, you, you think I'm really shy, well how about changing your thoughts to being I've got a really good voice and my words, my beliefs need to be heard, my voice needs to be heard. That's shifting your mindset, shifting your belief system and every time you think I'm shy, go no, no, my voice needs to be heard, my voice is valuable. That's shifting your thought process. So try maybe write down a load of examples of things that you know your kids are struggling with because you know your children and then next to that write down different phrases you can tell them about helping to change their mindset. What's a thought that could replace that negative thought? and then tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. The more we talk to kids about our feelings and our mind and our thoughts, the better. I would also do this for you as well. You know, this is really important stuff for ourselves. Do you get bogged down with negative thoughts? Do you worry that you're not good enough? Do you struggle with certain elements of your job or your life? And is that because of a thought process? Because there truly are no barriers. There truly are no barriers in this world, unless you believe that there are. And if you believe that there are, then there will be. 
And sometimes we hold on to those beliefs. You might be going, yeah, well, this happens, this happens, this happens. You wouldn't be saying that if this happened, this happened. But actually, you're holding on to that because it helps, because it makes it makes your belief more um, tangible and it makes you feel comfortable with that belief because you've got all these reasons why it's true. Strip them back. You can believe whatever it is you want to believe about your life and anything and everything is possible if you believe it. And I suppose if you can do that for your own life, you're much, much, much better off in a better position to teach that to the children within your school as well and your own kids if you've got your own kids. So the first thing would be to notice their negative thoughts and shift those negative thoughts for them. The second one, could you could do an affirmation every week. So you could come in and an affirmation is a really positive statement. So you could have an affirmation of the week. Maybe it's stuck on the door, maybe it's stuck up on the window or on the board and you might go through it every morning and your affirmation might be, we can do anything. And that might be the thing, we can do anything. And then all week you pull back through how we can do anything. So if someone's failing, you go, no, we can do anything. We can do anything in this class. How can we help to work this out? You can do this, we can do anything. Or it might be, um, we have great voices. So, or our voices need to be heard. So again, if they're um, maybe a bit timid in a session, maybe struggling to say what they really believe, you can go over and go, come on, our voices need to be heard. Your voice is valuable. What is it you want to say? And continuously through that week, pull out that affirmation so that through your teaching, whatever it is you're teaching, you could be teaching um, how to do spellings, whatever it is, you can still pull through those values. And again, you're teaching twofold. One is the actual spellings and one is about mindset and thought processes. Another really good one if you've got older children is um, a thought journal. So maybe every morning you do a journal and you go, okay guys, what are some of our negative thoughts today? Let's write them down and let's change them. Why have we got that negative thought and what can we do to change them? What can we change that negative thought to be? Or you might do a session on that every now and again. And then finally, I would be saying, um, utilize positive phrases around your environment. So one of the biggest things that I say to schools is to really repurpose their boards and we'll talk about this in another podcast episode but choose one of your boards one of your backboards take everything off it and then have big words you know like when you cut them out for your um titles so you laminate them and then you've just got like big bubble writing have big bubble writing words as the whole display of the board and that is a positive affirmation or a really positive um thing that you want the children to start to think so it could be we can do anything or it could be you are amazing, or it could be you will change the world, and just have that up on the board, and that's it, just that big positive affirmation, not little ones on posters, a big one, and I guarantee you the children will see that, and it will subconsciously go into their mind every day without you doing anything, that is a great way to start to think about mindset and changing mindset, and I actually did this in a school, and again I'll probably talk about this again in another time, but I did this in a school, And the children actually said one of the things they loved about their classroom was that when they felt negative, when they felt unsure or like they couldn't do it, they just looked up at the board and it gave them hope and it gave them strength. Now that is huge. So there are loads of ways that you can help the children with their mindset. And I'd encourage you to start to think about yours as well. Where can you put positive affirmations? How can you start to change some of your negative beliefs? And how can you put this into practice for yourself so that you can teach the children and be even better for them? Because at the end of the day, children learn by example. So let's be an example for our kids. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And I'll see you again in the next episode. 
I hope you've loved this week's episode of the Therapeutic Teaching Podcast. If you want more help and support to become a therapeutic teacher, but don't know where to start, then head to tpctherapy.co.uk and enrol in my free course now and get started.